I drive zero RB in Dynasty. Pass up a young receiver? Nah, I couldn't be me. My fifth wide receiver and it's only round seven Not sure if I'm dead, cause I think this is heaven Now forget what he said and listen to me What you really wanna do is stack those RBs You can be Linda, just let me be frank Those RBs on your roster is money in the bank One says it's awful, the other says it's great It's time to buckle in for a dynasty debate Welcome in, welcome in, welcome in Episode 28 Eight of the Dynasty Debates podcast. I am your humble host, as always, Evan Brown. You can catch me on Twitter at FFEvanLution, like Revolution, but, you know, with an Evan involved. So welcome to the Evanlution. You can also follow the show at Dynasty Debates on Twitter. It is just that easy. Also, if you so wish, drop an email, DynastyDebates at gmail.com. If you have any questions or comments, there is many, 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 many options to get involved and get in touch and that would be fun. Guys, we're here. We are here. Rookie fever has hit. It is combine week. We are excited. I am excited. I hope you enjoyed the intro with Thor Nystrom to the NFL draft process. If you didn't catch it, go back and listen. It is well worth it. He is an absolute gem of a guest. Had a lot of great information. What we're going to be doing From now till the NFL draft, we are going to be doing a series called Building the Big Board. So much like an NFL GM and scout team will build their big board going into the draft to plan how they're going to use their picks, who they're going to be targeting, where they're going to be targeting targeting them, easier said than done, we are doing that for your dynasty squads. We're going to be talking through prospects. We're going to be talking pros and cons. We're going to be talking film. We're going to be talking analytics. We're going to be talking where we would roughly draft them and why. So Without further ado, let me break it down quickly for you. We are going to be covering, instead of one long episode every week, an hour-long episode, loads of names, maybe names you've not heard of or you're not overly familiar with, instead of doing that and overwhelming you, we're just going to, I'm going to break it down. We're going to do short episodes. We're going to do two, three, maybe even four episodes a week for the next while, but only 20-minute long episodes roughly with just two prospects at a time. So very easy to focus on, very easy to digest and think about what we're saying Go back and listen to it again if you want to really jot down some notes or think about the players, where we're going to draft them. It's it's going to be something different. We're going to try something different, see how it feels, see if it fits, see if we like it, see if we're going to roll with it. So for now, I've got my good buddy has stopped by, Garrett Price, at Dynasty Price on Twitter. Absolute legend. Give him a follow if you don't already. You can hear him every week on the Dynasty Nerds podcast, which is an absolute treat of a podcast, I must say. Garrett is a beautiful man who knows his stuff, knows football knows how to break down film so i am excited to be diving into the running backs with him here we're going to be hitting some of the greatest hits of this 2022 draft class over the next couple episodes so buckle in get ready it is time to build the big board something is wrong with you i got a fever adam himself could not resist the temptation a rookie fever so garrett Thank you so much for taking time to hop on and chat through what I, well, what I know is one of my favorite positions to break down. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, one of your favorite positions to break down. Am I right? Oh, it is my favorite. Absolutely. Not even close. <laughs> exactly. All about the running backs. Um, so this 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 week, we are going to be talking through a lot of the sort of greatest hits, um, such as it is for this class. So sort of the top dogs. Um, and then later on, you know, next week, week after, we'll have other guests on talking to maybe some more sleepers. Um, but 
Starting at the top, guests first, we are going to hit Isaiah Spiller. So I'm going to give you some, just some facts, some information about Isaiah Spiller, a little bit of a background, maybe if you're newer um, to the Debbie or sort of the, the prospect scouting, you know, stream, if you will. Um, and then Garrett will take it away with his film breakdown and analysis, and then I'll jump in if I have anything else to add, and then we'll just sort of give you what we'll call our rookie draft grade. So where are we comfortable taking them in a rookie draft in this spring? So Isaiah Spiller, he is the running back for, has been the running back for Texas A&M, the Aggies. He is a junior. He was a junior this year. He's 20 years old. He was a four-star rescue four-star recruit from Klein Collins High School in Spring, Texas. He comes in at six foot one, 215 pounds, roughly. We don't have official measurements yet from the combine, but that is what I've seen. He was a three-year starter at Texas A&M, and in total, he had 541 attempts for 2,993 yards, 5.5 yards per carry, 25 touchdowns. He also racked up 74 receptions for 585 yards, 7.9 yards per reception, and one count them one touchdown. Uh, he was the lead back all three years, but generally he was sort of like the lead of a committee, either with the quarterback or with another running back. So that's sort of the, just, just to give you a snapshot of who we're talking about here. And then I'll throw it to Garrett. Um, Garrett, what are your thoughts on Isaiah Spiller? What do you like? What do you not like about him? Yeah. Isaiah Spiller, one of the, one of the running backs that has been on our radar for longer than most of these guys have. We have a lot of older prospects in, in this draft cycle. Uh, a lot of guys that are, you know, fourth year juniors or they're seniors or, or different things like that. But he's been on our radar for a while. And it's it's been him and Brees Hall, Brees Hall that we've been talking about for the most part. And depending on who you talk to, some people will have one the RB1, some will have the other RB1. Uh, but Isaiah Spiller is the nice part is overall he's a very well-rounded prospect. When you look at him from a film perspective, there's not a lot of huge glaring holes. And I think that's what you like to see. I, he has above average vision. Uh, he can be a little anxious. Sometimes I'd like to see him press the line of scrimmage a little bit more. Uh, <clears throat> so he, he doesn't have the best patience, but overall does have good vision though. So that, that helps kind of with that. Doesn't have game breaking speed. And that's going to be something that's going to sound a little repetitive. It's going to sound like kind of lazy at some point because that's going to be the case for 95% of this class is it's just not a class that has tons and tons of speed, uh, but he still has decent burst for a guy that doesn't have crazy top end speed, really good feet, quickness in and out of his cuts. Uh, and he has some of the better contact balance in the class. He's not as physical as I want him to be. He's he's not he doesn't shy away from contact or anything like that. Um, there's some guys I'll talk about later where they're they're very deficient in the power department. I wouldn't say he's deficient at all, but but he's just right right at average, maybe a little bit above average. But for somebody of his size, I'd like to see him use that a little bit more than he does. Receiving game wise, once again, it's it's not something that's spectacular. But it's not something that is this huge issue either. He's got pretty soft hands. It doesn't look like he's fighting the football when he's attempting to catch it. Uh, pass pro needs a lot of work, though. Uh, he's he's still got a ways to go in that area. Yeah, I. Um, it's interesting because when I was watching him, um, one of the things that I wrote down was he's not the most impressive runner 
but he's a very good offensive weapon, if that makes sense. Like you just find ways to get the ball in his hands and he makes things happen, at least from my perspective. Uh, Like you said, he seems to have come a long ways in his pass catching Uh, this last year. He certainly looked more comfortable, more natural in it. Um, Certainly not like one of the elite route running running backs (laughs) um, that we're going to see in this class, but definitely somebody that you can you can use in that way. Um, I sort of I mean, in a weird way, you know, this is just off the top of my head when I was watching him it's not body type. It's not anything like that. But for some reason, he kind of reminded me a little bit of Austin Eckler, just in the sense of like not being the most physical runner, not being the most like intimidating grinding, you know, up the middle through the tackles, but being quite electric with the ball in his hands and somebody that you can definitely say, get him the ball. He'll make things happen. He's an exciting playmaker. Um, Does that ring any bells for you? Or do you think that's a crazy comp or do you have any comps yourself for him? I don't think that's a crazy comp at all. I think there's a player later uh, that is is a little closer to Austin Eckler. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure if we're getting to him today or not. I don't remember, but uh, but I, I understand what you're trying to say because he does. He has he has good feet. He has nimble feet, um, and and he's pretty electric with the ball. So I can understand how you got to that point. Uh, as far as a, a comp for me, I don't. I tend to not do a ton of comps. Uh, just because each individual player has their own nuance. Um, sometimes there will be some that just like jump off the page to me. I'll be like, oh yeah, this guy reminds me a lot of this player. But um, no, there's there's nobody that I would say that he's like this great clone of that I that I feel confident saying like, oh yeah, expect this uh, from this player at the next level. Two questions. Is there anywhere that he could land in the draft that you would be very put off from him in rookie drafts or somewhere that you would think, oh my goodness, I'm so excited now. Or you just sort of like, hey, wherever he lands, I'm pretty confident that he will be utilized and I'm happy to have him on my roster. Yeah, I think he's one of the uh, the two two running backs that I feel pretty confident are going to get second round draft capital. There could potentially be a third one that sneaks in there, but uh, I think he's one of the two that I'm pretty confident will. The Buffalo Bills are the spot that I think he would be a really, really good fit for. I think he's going to be able to be a three-down back. It's it's tough to project anyone to be a three-down back at this level unless they're truly special, but I don't think he's deficient uh, to the point in the receiving game where he couldn't be a three-down back if they wanted him to be, but they really need somebody that's a little bit more big-bodied uh, for around the red zone and things like that. And I think he would fit in there well, but he could still do a lot of things, um, you know, b- between the 20s as well that will make him a valuable asset. So I think that would be the spot that I would be the most excited for him. Um, I don't think his his running style, I don't think is one where I would be overly concerned if it's that uh, gap or, or zone or man or duo or, you know, whatever. I don't think that there's one where he, has to fit into that type of blocking scheme. Uh, so I don't have one where I would absolutely hate it unless it's just a situation where there's just a, a very established back already there. Yeah, that is fair. And then as far as the rookie draft grade um, for this class, where are you at? Um, let's just, we'll just assume that it's a one QB league for the sake of, of the, um, of the running backs that we're breaking down. We'll assume it's a 12 team, one QB league. What would be your draft grade? Where are you comfortable taking him? Yeah, he's my RB2 in the class uh, as of right now. I would be comfortable taking him somewhere around the 1-3 range. Uh, the I have Brees Hall far and away as my RB1 in the class. Uh, and then there's some receivers that I that I do like. 
So it would be right in that one, three, one, four ranges where I'd feel pretty comfortable. Yeah, I would um I would have like an early first on him as well. So I'd be comfortable if you're taking him in the early first round. I think that would be fantastic. Moving on then, my turn. I get a crack at the whip here, and I am discussing the RB1. Well, Garrett said it's his RB1, and I agree <laughs> with Garrett. So we're gonna go with the the consensus here, RB1, even though it may not be the consensus on the Twitter streets. We're talking Brees Hall. And if you do not know Brees Hall, let me tell you, he's a bit of a treat. Um, a bit of a treat, at least in this draft class. He is my clear 101 for running backs. He is out of Iowa State, the Cyclones. He is a junior as well, 20 years old, four-star recruit out of Northwest High School in Wichita, Kansas. He comes in, whether it be six foot 215 or six one two twenty, somewhere in that region. So probably just over six foot tall, around 215, 220. We'll find out exacts pretty soon. Uh, in three seasons, he has 718 attempts for 3,941 yards, five and a half yards of carry, and 50 touchdowns, 5-0. 82 receptions as well for 734 yards. That is nine yards per reception and six touchdowns couple other little interesting nugs for you about Brees. he leads all running backs in this draft class with a 33 percent dominator rating from pff for running backs that's a player a player's dominator rating is drawn from the percentage of total offensive production they contributed to their teams while in college so basically what that tells you is it was Brees or nobody pretty much um <laughs> and then he his so he he took over from David Montgomery. So a lot of you will know the name if you play fantasy football, if you play Dynasty. David Montgomery, Chicago Bears, been a very serviceable running back these last couple of years. And I thought it was really interesting to compare. In Monty's final year for Iowa State, he played 12 games. He had 257 attempts for 1,216 yards and 13 touchdowns. And this year, Brees Hall's final year, he played 12 games as well for 253 attempts, 1,472 yards, and 20 touchdowns. So as you can see, obviously things change, um, personnel change, offensive lines change, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But he played um, same college. He took over the bell cow role. He did really well with it, and he was even more efficient um in his final year than david montgomery so looking at Brees hall for me when i'm looking at his film i would say you know after looking at the different running backs he's the most complete running back in this class um and now i don't think he i don't think there's anything for me personally that he's elite at but i think he's very very good at just about everything that you could want out of your running back so that's why he's comfortably the one-on-one for me i have him you know, above average in his contact balance, his burst, his vision, his pass catching is fine. Um, again, what I like, you know, what you like to see is he's definitely in one of those workhorse backs. Sometimes we try and project and we say, could they take on a workhorse role? Would they be able to handle it? He clearly handled it. He he got the rock. He got it every game. And like we said, he was he led the, this whole entire class with the dominator rating, which means that his college trusted him with the ball and it was only him they were given the ball to. Now, when you're watching his film, even the O-line was pretty bad, at least this year, especially when we we're watching it run blocking. So it was even impressive to me that he was able to do some of the stuff that he was able to do because the amount of times where I watch Brees Hall and he gets the ball and there's already defenders in the backfield with him. Uh, he's like taking the ball off the quarterback and there's a guy he's immediately having to juke or sidestep or get away from. So that 
is even more impressive. And I like that because he could, if he ends up in a team with a bad offensive line, I'm not worried then what's he going to be able to do because he's already been dealing with that in college. So he has good open field vision, um, especially in the second level. He has really good contact balance. He needs to work, at least in my opinion, he needs to little, work a little bit on his pass protection. I feel like he's willing and he's ready. Sometimes he gets a little bit sidetracked on who he's blocking, um, depending on who's blitzing and things like that. So certainly something that can be worked on could get better at, but it's not something I think that's going to majorly Im, you know, impact his draft capital. I would be fairly surprised if he wasn't the first running back off the board. Um, again, he can catch passes, but he's not a route running, you know, master class contested catch meister of a running back. Um, he's, he's one thing I was, I think is really interesting with Brees Hall is I've actually written it in my notes for him is he's like incredibly good at, in the red zone, like at the goal line, like I, at the mm -hmm. amount of times I saw him and you can see that obviously scoring 50 touchdowns and his, um, you know, scoring 50 touchdowns in his career there and score, scoring, what did I say? 22, 23 touchdowns in his final year. I mean, he, he scored so many touchdowns. You watch him. I honestly think off the top of my head, there was only like one time where he was at the goal line and didn't get in. Like he's so good at the goal line, which is a skill like he gets low he has Absolutely. good pad level he pushes hard he's got good vision um he's shifty he has a really nice spin move he has a quick cut um it, it, his power is not a detriment to his game but it's not as much as i would like to see um i felt like his power was fine but it wasn't like wow he's gonna run people over he's not javante from last class um but yeah i mean those are sort of my takeaways from him i just feel like he's a very complete overall back he's able to do kind of everything you'd want him to do he's not overly deficient in any area he's very good at the goal line and projects to be at least a lead you know the lead back in a, in a committee but probably could easily go to seattle and be the lead back there and take over from chris carson sort of thing so garrett am i missing anything is there anything else that you want to tag in there because obviously you're the more experienced and more um legitimate eye of for, for talent here so i want to defer to uh, you before i give any final terms no no you're uh you're 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 making my head too big over here uh no you've done a fantastic job uh breaking down Brees hall uh, and, and overall, I have a lot of the same notes. Uh, the only place where we differ is I do think he has one elite trait, and I do think he has the best vision in the class. Um, so that would be the only area where we differ. Um, I put together my portion of the, the nerd score, and we rank all these things on grades of 1 to 10, and we, we also use half-point increments, so it could be you know 5.4, blah, blah, blah. Um, he is he's at a nine and I don't have anyone in this class above an eight. Uh, so I think he's he's got pretty, pretty uh, great vision uh, and his patience goes hand in hand with it. So I think that's where where he does best. Uh, I put out a tweet recently and I feel like, you know, last year you and I were on the same page. We both love Javante. Uh, mm. and he was, he was our RB one last year. And then this year, you know, we're in simpatico again with the RB one and Brees hall, but it's interesting because both players, uh, even though size wise, they're not too terribly different. Uh, they're watching them play is just a, a completely different experience. Last year, watching Javante Williams was like listening to heavy metal. Uh, you know, it's just <laughs> chaos the entire time like dudes just wrecking faces whereas Brees hall is a lot more listening to like smooth jazz like everything so fluid everything so smooth uh never out of control uh so it's just interesting guys that get it done different ways but both got it done really well 
Yeah, no, I think you make a really great point there because I like his vision and I gave him a really high score for his vision. I think maybe what was impacting me, like I said, was that their O-line was so bad at times. You're like, oh, he only got like two yards on that carry. But you're like, yeah, but sure. you got to dodge five guys to get the two yards, you know? So absolutely, exactly. he has great vision. He's very patient. He's able to kind of like cut back. And I like, I like, I really like some of his his spin moves. Like I really wrote down really nice spin move and juke. You know, he's very like sharp with his cuts and stuff. So absolutely. Where, um, sure. is there any, any sort of again i guess same with him i'm, I'm going to assume since he's both our one-on-ones we're not really worried about where he lands or anything like that um and i guess i'm guessing i don't want to speak for you but as far as our rookie draft grade i'm saying you know very early first and more than happy you know in a one qb league spending the 102 101 you know anywhere that you if you feel like you really need a running back i'm fine with you spending the 101 or 102 on him um but if you're you know even if you're sitting there and you know you're kind of like not sure but you're at the, and he's sitting at the 103 or 104 i think that'd be a good value but what are your take what's your take on that yeah i'm smashing the 101 here for for Brees hall he is the one of two players uh in this class that I feel like will not miss. You know what I mean? Uh, there's, there's always varying degrees. Um, so you can never say with a hundred you know, million percent certainty that a player won't miss, but uh, where I have that, you know, 98% better or, you know, assurance that a player is going to hit. He's one of two players in this class where uh, I feel like just, just very, very confident that they are going to hit at the next level. So you're right. I don't, I don't have a place where I'm going to be overly worried about him again, unless it's a situation where there's a, a terrible running back in front of him or a, a good running back in front of him. My ideal landing spot for him, I think he would be amazing in, in Mike McDaniel's offense uh, over there in Miami. So I would love to see him end up there, but I don't know that they're going to spend that kind of draft capital on a running back to get him. So we'll have to see how that plays out, but that would be my ideal choice. Love it. I um yeah, I'm glad you actually you said that because it's funny. I wrote that down in one of my notes. I was like, um, he, as far as especially this running back class, he's as, as close to a sure thing as you can get in this running back class. I wrote down most complete back and then as close to a sure thing. So like for Love me, it. and I and I know it feels like maybe a lazy comparison, but at times I sort of was like. I kind of was like, he's Monty plus in my mind. You know what I mean? You can see some David Montgomery vibes to him, mm -hmm. but better. No. I'm more excited by him than I am David Montgomery. So Absolutely. I'd be very surprised if he wasn't a low end, you know, RB one high end RB two this year, just based on his pass catching and his abilities and what he can do um, in an NFL offense. So that is the round one um, of the running backs. And, Happy to say we're so far in lockstep. We haven't fought. We haven't fallen out. Yeah, we're still speaking terms, and we're going to move right along here. Well, there you have it, folks. Episode one of Building the Big Board. We've covered off Isaiah Spiller and Brees Hall. Hope you enjoyed that. And stick with us. I will be dropping another episode very soon with our next two running backs. No spoilers on who they are, but they're going to be good. I drive zero RB in Dynasty. Pass up a young receiver? Nah, I couldn't be me. My fifth wide receiver ran, it's only round seven. Not sure if I'm dead, cause I think this is heaven. Now forget what he said and listen to me. What you really wanna do is stack those RBs. You can be Linda, just let me be frank. Those RBs on your roster is money in the bank. One says it's awful, the other says it's great. It's time to buckle in for a Dynasty debate.